So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just, we thank you for a new year, a new year, new challenges, new growth opportunities, and a new, new time span to learn more about you and what you have for us this year. And so we just pray your presence in this year, pray your presence over this family, and just uh, let us hear what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I was... As I, as I am wont to discuss with the Lord and talk with the Lord, I've been asking him since last year, what are we doing for this year? What's your, you, you know, are, are we, do we have a focus for this year? Do we, um, a goal in mind that you want us to focus on, Lord? And, uh, and so he gave it to me because, so last year was a year of offense, which was the first year that he really gave me kind of, an, an overall theme for for the year, and as we looked back, we realized just how offensive it was, and and the, and the tools that we were equipped with, the things that we learned, in an effort to to take back ground that the enemy's stolen in our life. And so, as I was asking the Lord for the word. The, the phrase, whatever it was for this year to, to focus on. He kind of gave me a vision, and I had stated with you guys off, off the record um, that he just, it, it, was, it, was, it, it was, was visions of holding and hugging and, and overwhelming feelings of caring and, and, and desire for us. And so as I was kind of meditating on that and asking him what are what are what is this what is this feeling that we're supposed to to have what are what like the the words were so spread out the feelings were so broad that I, I, I needed the Lord to kind of condense it for me so I was asking him to condense it for me and as I was just kind of sitting there today, and I was actually thinking about um, another a sermon that, that's coming up that he's kind of put on my heart, that you'll get soon, and it's going to be so much fun. He kind of confirmed and clarified what this year is about. And so I wanted to share with you that 2023 for the underground, and let me preface this. I want to preface this before I tell you what it is. I don't do this often. And, if, and, and I don't call myself a prophet. I don't claim to be a prophet. I don't claim to have prophetic words for people. If the Lord puts something on my heart, that's what you get what you get. You know, there's no, it's, it's beyond that. And how he reveals it is how he reveals it. I'm not one of those, here's the prophecy, now claim it. I think those are, total horse pucky and, and, and not worth their salt. You know, I, I do follow a few prophets on Facebook and, and social media, and all they do is post these flowery things of, this is the year that God gives you blah, blah, blah. And I go, why, why are we claiming this? Why, why do I need to claim this? This is what he is. This is who he is to me. What, congratulations, God is going to, I'm prophesying and God's going to give you air this year. Well, thanks. <laughs> I 
Wow, brilliant prophecy. Congratulations. So what he has given to me it is, and I will say it is for those that, that are here, those that want it, for me, for those that are listening, those who want it, I think this is for you. And 2023 is the year of the heart. This is the year of the heart. So we came out, like I said last year, the year of offense, and all we dealt with was crap. So much crap and struggles and frustrations. And he said, this year is the year of the heart. And so I obviously, as I am wont to do, say, Lord, well, what does that mean? If I'm going to tell them that this is the year of the heart, what does this mean? What does this look like? And so he said, you don't have to turn here because I only have a handful of verses, but Ezekiel 11:19 says, then I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within them and take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. And so this last year, in all our lives, in the past leading up to this moment, we have struggled. We have struggled with lusts. We have struggled with hurts. We've been angered. We've been pained. All The whole gamut of emotions. This heart has been run down. Run down and worn out. And I know from, from me, how do I, <laughs> with a run down heart, how do I love? How do I love? Not only how do I give love, but how do I receive love? With a run-down heart, with a stony heart, with a wounded heart. How do, you do, how do you do anything in a healthy manner with a heart that's not right? You know, and, and the Bible says, out of the heart, right, comes all wickedness. All lusts, all struggles, all, all hatred, everything comes out of the heart. It's not what you put in, it's what comes out of you. So not only do you have a rotten heart, but it's broken. And he says, this year is the year you get a new heart. And you say, well, okay, Tyler, but I already accepted Christ. And he says right there, I will give you a new heart. Yeah, no kidding. But just like a car runs and drives for miles and miles, still needs an oil change, still needs new tires, sometimes it's going to need a new transmission, or if you hit an armadillo in the road, you need a new bumper. All these things need changed. Why is our body any different in a spiritual sense? You know, you as a... As a Human, you grow. My daughter, she grows. I can't keep putting her in the same clothes. Otherwise, it's going to look like she's walking through a flood. As much as she wants to fit in those, those dresses, it's not going to happen. But so we have to grow. We have to put on new clothes. We have to change things to fit. And the same is, spiritually speaking, with us. 
we, we have to put on new spiritual armor because the armor that we've worn in the past isn't fit for the armor that we got to battle in the future. You've grown spiritually. Hopefully you're all, we're all growing spiritually. We don't stay the same. So I can't wear the armor when I was 25 because I was 50 pounds skinnier. So we have to grow. We have to have things replaced. And so the Lord says, after this past year, after the offense that we took, the struggling and the striving and the stress that was put on our heart, it's time for a new heart. This is a year of the heart. And so just like offense, you know, I had thought, okay, well, it's just taking ground from the enemy. We're battling. And he was like, nope, there's other meanings of offense. And so he says the same thing about the heart. There's different meanings and purposes. And so this is what he's going to teach our hearts this year. This is what he's going to teach or he wants for our hearts. Deuteronomy 6. You might recognize this one. But Deuteronomy 6, verse 5, says this. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. This year, He wants our heart to learn to love Him in a way that we have not had or done before in a previous season. He wants your heart to love Him with all your strength and with all your soul. So this is the year He wants our heart to learn to love Him. Psalm 119 verse 7 I will praise you with uprightness of heart when I learn your righteous judgments. He wants our hearts this year to learn. To learn what His judgments are. To learn so that you can be of an upright heart. So we need to learn. Romans 10.10 For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. He wants us to believe. He wants our hearts to believe. He wants our hearts to believe that He is who He says He is, that He can do what He says He will do, that He can do all. I mean, believing is trusting. Believing, you know, learning is so much more. 
This is what He wants for our hearts. He wants us to learn not only to love Him, but to see and learn how He loves us. How He cares for us. He wants us to learn how He believes in us. And just like you, I think that's unfounded belief. Place in the wrong because I'm going to fail time and time again. And you say, great. You say, great. Let's start the year off with failure. But He knows us and He knows our heart. And so He knows the heart that He's replacing and taking out. And so He says this year, in Psalm 70, let's go Psalm 73, 26. He says, this year we will learn that my flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. This year we're going to learn just how much He is our strength and He is our portion. We're going to learn just how much we can put our trust and faith and rely on Him. Because we're going to come up against some stuff, I'm sure. Big, little, it doesn't matter. It's going to try and trip us up. It's going to try and change us. It's going to try and, and, and divert us. But in this year, he says, you will learn the strength and portion that I am of for you. In Psalm 86, 11, Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. In this year, we will learn to fear his name. To fear God's name in a way that we have never feared before. And... If you're like any sane person, you go, well, that sounds great. That sounds great. I can't wait to be afraid. Can't wait to fear. What month's that going to happen in so I can prepare myself? And I think, while that is a very valid thought, it's a very valid thought, it's misplaced. It's a misplaced interpretation of what fear is and what the fear of the Lord really means. Because in Psalm 147, I'm going to read this entire thing. It says, Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and praise is beautiful. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. 
He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. He is understand, his understanding is infinite. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked down to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises on the harp to our God, who covers the heavens with clouds, who prepares rain for the earth, who makes grass to grow on the mountains. He gives to the beast its food and to the young ravens that cry. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him. In those who hope in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He makes peace in your borders and fills you with the finest wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters the frost like ashes. He casts out his hail like morsels. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He causes his wind to blow and the waters to flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and his judgment to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known them. That's what we can expect this year in the year of the heart. To receive a new heart, to have our wounds bound up. That God, who numbers, knows the numbers of the stars and calls them by name. Do you understand? When you look up in the sky, you go, that's a lot of stars. And I know I get to about 20 before I go, crap, where did I start? He knows them all by name. He knows every single number, which means he's a God of the details. He's an accurate God. So he knows what's going on. Mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Anything we are going to come up against, anything that we are going to find this year, is not going to catch him off guard. Is not going to have him sit for a second and go, oh no, what do I do now? What do I do now? Let me choose, choose. Nothing like that. He's going to lift up the humble. He's going to cast down the wicked. Our God prepares rain for the earth. Prepares. Not gives it. Prepares. That means in advance, He's already planning rain for the earth. So already in advance, He's planning this year. And the provision of our necessities on this earth. You know, and I take great delight in, in verse 10 where he says, He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of a man. Meaning, there's, there's no requirement to do anything 
Nothing you're going to be able to do. The legs, the, the lifting, the, the, the works, nothing. He doesn't take delight in it. You don't need to worry about it. You know? So, sorry for those who made a New Year's resolution to get in the gym more. You don't need it. Obviously, that wasn't me and mine. But he takes pleasure in those who fear him and who hope in his mercy. He's going to teach us to fear him and what that means to be under that fear of God. He's going to strengthen the bars of your gates and bless your children and make peace within your borders. So I can't help but think that what is going to be thrown at us this year is going to rock our borders, isn't going to change the shape of our borders. So that ground that was taken last year is not going to be shaped any differently in the sense of it collapsing and being smaller. And then these last verses is just the power of the Lord. And that he declares his word to us. He declares his word to us. And so obviously, this is what I felt he put on my heart, that this is a year of the heart. I'm going to challenge you just like the Bereans. Look at it. Challenge it. Seek it for yourself. Is this what you're saying, Lord? But I believe this year we're going to see our hearts be strengthened, which means it comes into a, we're going to come into such an intimate relationship with the Lord that we haven't experienced before. You know, and for the new believers, the, the, the young people, the older people, that all means something different. But it's all going to be new to you. Not that I have to compare, you have to compare yourself to me and, and my heart change. There is no incremental like, ooh, my heart grew two sizes this year. You know? There isn't any of that. There's no, it's not. Because all of us are given a new heart. We're going to be given a new heart. And it's... We're, we're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn a lot about God. We're going to learn about a lot about ourselves. There's going to be a lot of introspection and a lot of challenging and coming to grips with what we both have done to ourselves and others and what has been done to us. But in all that there's protection, there's provision in it. So the year of the heart. You know, we want a heart after, you know, just like David said, I want a heart. We, the Lord says, I want a heart after David, like David. Searching for the heart of David. And that's been one of my desires, is to have a heart like David that's soft 
to the Lord, that's hungry for the Lord, that sings praises to the Lord. And I've had hurts and I've had pains this past year, and I, for one, am excited to get a new heart, to get a renewed heart to find, because a new heart beats differently. A new heart pumps blood stronger, pumps more oxygen. You know, Kristen's grandmother went into the hospital, got a pacemaker because her heartbeat was 10, 20 beats a minute. Now a pacemaker's given her heart a new lease and is pumping as it should, keeping it in time as it should. All lethargy's gone. You know, when you get more oxygen and more blood flow, you're healing faster. I'm, I'm no you know, doctor, so don't quote me on this. But there is benefits to having a new heart. And even wounds at 18 still hit the, the heart. Wounds at 42 still hit the same heart. At seven, they still hit and they hurt. But this year, this year is the promise. This year, we get a new heart and we get to learn what it means and what it does. And so we thank the Lord for that. All right, so Lord, Lord, we just thank you and we come before you and we lift up your name that this year is going to be an exciting year, one of, of great challenge. But we know that with a new heart, we can rise up in your strength and, and knowing that you are our strength. And so we give all glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen.